Well, I found that once I became a mother, I actually became more productive because I just realized how little time I had to do shit. So I had to just like cram it all in when I could. So I actually got a lot more done, even yeah. though I was exhausted. It does. It like yeah. pinpoints your focus to like, what do you really want to do? Because you got to make the most of the time that you have. You're listening to the MILF Podcast. This is the show where we talk about motherhood and sexuality with amazing women with fascinating stories to share on the joys of being a MILF. Now here's your host, the MILFiest MILF I know, Jennifer Tracy. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is MILF Podcast, the show where we talk about motherhood, entrepreneurship, sexuality, and everything in between. I'm Jennifer Tracy, your host. Last night was the live show. I am so high from it. I, it was just so amazing. <laughs> I can't believe the magic of this night. It really just was spectacular. I'm so grateful for this incredible crew of women that came together to make it happen, including everyone in the audience and some awesome men showed up as well. So I can't wait to do it again. I'm going to regroup and curate another awesome evening for you guys. But in the meantime, you get to listen here and enjoy. So please enjoy MILF Podcast Live at the Dynasty Typewriter Theater at the Hayworth in Los Angeles. Look at this beautiful, 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 beautiful audience. Welcome to the Dynasty Typewriter Theater at the Hayworth. I'm just going to set my security water down here. And um, Christina Grants, everybody. So Christina was my first pole dancing teacher. And I was 99.100% sure I was gay for the first three months that I was taking class with her. <laughs> and I remember telling Sabrina over lunch one day, I was like, I don't know, I think I'm, I just, I have these feelings watching her dance, like something's happening, you know? And then I said, I'm pretty sure if she asked me to, that I would lick her pussy. <laughs> um, and I still would, I think, pretty sure. <laughs> Um, sorry, Brad, her husband. Anyway, so <laughs> we're here at the lovely Dynasty Typewriter. I just want to thank the theater and everyone who works here and the staff um, and Jamie and Vanessa for having me. It's such an honor to be on the stage. This is, a, this is an incredible venue. They have a lot of really top-rated comedians and other podcasting shows. So I hope you'll come back and check out other shows, even though this is going to be the best one you're ever going to see. <laughs> so you guys, I turned 44 last month. Thank you. I mean, I feel good. I feel milfy. I feel really good. But there's something new that's happening, and uh, it's called night sweats. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck that shit. I don't understand. Like, I just, every month right before my period, I just wake up completely drenched in night sweats. And so I'm like looking for solutions online, you know, searching late night, what's the solution to this? And someone suggested, oh, you should just stop drinking caffeine. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm not going to stop drinking caffeine. I drink PG tips with milk and honey. Like most moms drink rosé. First thing in the morning, on the way to school, and throughout the day as needed. And I'm not going to give that up. And so the other night it happened, this is a true story, I was having a dream where I was in an episode of Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> True story. And, but in this dream, it was this weird foresty internment camp. It wasn't the Gilead that's on the show. It was like it was like Katy Perry's version of Gilead. Like I had punked out hair and like this cool pink 
shift on. And then I noticed there was like a mirror in the in the dream in the in the middle of the forest, of course, because that's where they have mirrors. And I looked and my mouth was all red. And I was like, oh my God, I've been like gagged and kidnapped, you know, not in the fun way. And it reminded me that I needed to go get my lip waxed and my nose hair. Do you guys get your nose hair waxed? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh my God, it's so fun. Okay, if you don't do this, you have, okay. They take like a lollipop stick and they dip it in the hot wax and then they put it out and then they shove it up your nostril and then they wait and they do this and they wait and then they yank it out and you've got like a mini truffula tree. Um, so I'm in Gilead, Katy Perry's Gilead, and I'm like, okay, this sucks. And then I look and I see there's a little kitchenette and there's an electric kettle and there's a box of PG tips with honey and milk. And then there's a scuttle around me and some other handmaids are escaping, but I could just reach the electric kettle and the PG tips. So I think I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to go make my tea and then I'm going to bring it home with me. Um, and so I'm starting to make it and the one of the Marthas grabs my wrist and she's like, you can't have that. That's only for the commanders and their wives. You get dirt mint leaf tea and she puts it in my cup and pours lukewarm water over it and I'm just about to fly into a fucking rage on this bitch and I wake up drenched in sweat. <laughs> It's just, I don't like it at all. I'm not, I'm not happy with it. Is anyone following the Epstein trials? Speaking of Gilead. <laughs> okay, I just have to flip this for a second. If a woman had that kind of money and power, I'm not, I'm sure that women are capable of evil things, right? <laughs> I just don't see it. I feel like if I, okay, let's set aside the fact that he's sadistic and sociopathic for a second. Let's just say a woman had that kind of money and power and a sex addiction. If it was me, I would hire a team of professionals to curate a list of highly qualified male escorts over the age of 35. <laughs> That's another story. I, yeah, I can't. I, I went on the dating apps and I did like the, the whole, like the actual MILF thing where like these young, anyway, that's a whole other story. I learned what ass play was. I was like, what? What do you want? No, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home. Um, no, his ass, not mine. <laughs> when that became clear, I was like, I'm out of here. So anyway, anyway, I would have them flown, these male escorts over 35, to my various homes, you know, San Tropez, Miami, Paris, once a month, once a month, fuck my brains out, and then go, because I have work to do. I can't keep track of all these things that Epstein has, like these, these torture chambers with dental things and passports. And I don't even, like, what are you doing? Like, go. Because if a woman had that kind of money and power, she would be busy mothering her children, running her CEO of her company, treating her girlfriends to the best things life has to offer, and giving back to the world. Am I right? <laughs> so I really feel uh, strongly that... Part of his, uh, when they do have the trial, whenever that happens, part of his punishment should be to, they should liquidate all of his assets and distribute it evenly amongst all women in the world <laughs> and see what happens. So, but I, kidding aside, I really do think, you know, like forgiveness and humility is the key to life. And so I did want to just read this um, Mother Teresa quote because I feel like even if we can forgive the most evil 
People, it gives us peace. She says, people are often unreasonable and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, people may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough. Give your best anyway. For you see, in the end, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. Mother Teresa. That's a good one, right? So good. So, you guys, I will be very quick to forgive the people that castrate Jeffrey Epstein and throw his balls and cock to the hounds from Game of Thrones. I will forgive them, you guys. Um, Are you ready to meet our guests? Okay, so done with that. So straight from the sound booth is... Sabrina Weiss. Sabrina is a voiceover artist most known for voicing two characters on the animated series Miraculous Ladybug. She began acting at the age of 10. Sabrina is an improviser, playwright, director, and most importantly, mom of two teenagers. Give it up for Sabrina Hill Weiss! Okay, Wendy Miller is an Emmy-winning producer and comedy writer. For seven and a half years, she was the head of programming for Playboy TV, where her entire understanding of sex, pleasure, shame, and sexuality completely evolved. Wendy's now host of the wildly hilarious podcast, Sex Ed the Musical, that inspires women to step away from all the judgment and shame we've been socialized to carry about sex. It's time to advocate for our own pleasure. And Wendy Miller is leading the charge one vagina at a time. Wendy Miller! You never know. You never know. Maybe later. Uh, (laughs) Our third guest, someone that you saw earlier dancing on that pole. I just still, I get like schwitzy when I'm around her. I can't help it. Christina Grants is the founder of Serpent Lean, affordable, size-inclusive lingerie that's provocative and fun. No shit. She is the mom of one two-year-old boy and the dancer you just saw moments ago captivating your souls. Christina is a leader in the movement community, empowering women to reclaim their erotic bodies. She is also a writer, and her website and travel blog is found at liveawilderlife.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Christina Grants. You guys, this is actually happening. I kind Yay. of can't believe it. I'm going to put this here. You know, it's interesting. This is the second event this week I've been at that mentioned ass play and Mother Teresa. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Something out there. Check, check Instagram or something. It's a thing. Is it a thing? It's a is thing. Is it a hashtag? Yeah, I guess so. I hope not. I don't want Mother Hash- Teresa to be hashtagged with ass play. Right. I don't know how she'd feel True. about that. Therese, Maybe she's liberated. Therese Asplay. Therese Asplay. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. Can we just talk about for a second how hot Christina's dance was? Oh, my God. I know. So hot. I got to watch it from the booth, and I got to like just feel the whole vibe of the audience. It was amazing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's powerful, right, when a woman's in her sexuality. So how is it for you post-child 
dancing like that? Because I know you've been dancing like that for a while. Is it any different? Is it what's what's changed for you? Well, I'm a lot more tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing a little pee comes out when you invert. I mean. <laughs> Personal experience aside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That may have happened. Um, yes, I mean, no, really. The, like, um, first and foremost, wow, the, like, the, exa- like, the physical exhaustion is a little different, but it's um, that aside, just the fact that, um, you know, I'm more tired is that I'm also deeper, you know? Like, I feel um, there's something about having a child and, wait, it just kind of rips apart at um, having time to think that it lets me just go deeper faster because there's just no time to just mess with that. That makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah there's freedom in that. Yeah. I think too. And as we get older, you know, that's like, you know, I love being um, now in my mid forties. This is just going to fall open like this. So I'm not going to mess with it. <laughs> oh, what um, an accident. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> totally didn't plan that. <laughs> what about you guys, Sabrina and Wendy? Do you feel that like a a deepening or like a, a like a less I call it zero fucks like yeah. I just feel like I give l- way less fucks about things that I didn't that I yeah yeah I, well I found that once I became a mother I actually became more productive because I just realized how little time I had to do shit so I had to just like cram it all in when I could so I actually got a lot more done even yeah. though I was exhausted it does it like yeah. pinpoints your focus to like what do you really want to do because you got to make the most of the time that you have where you're not tending to the little ones crawling on the ground. And what about, how does sex fit into that? Oh, here we go. Well, I would say, <laughs> <laughs> launching into the sex talk. Well, I will say, when they were super tiny, like, we didn't have much sex at all. No. Am I alone? Okay, okay. No. Um, I Well, for two reasons. I'm exhausted, right? Just completely exhausted and also just feeling like, I don't want another, I don't want like more skin on my skin. Cause like with breastfeeding and it's like, you're constantly yeah. holding the baby. You just want, I just want to like not have somebody on me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it gets better though. My kids are teenagers. So I, I can say that like now that they are independent, um, little human being, well, not little, they're giant actually. Yeah. Um, they're more independent. So I'm finding I'm getting so much of my own self back. Yeah. And so that also includes like, sort of, you know, approaching sex with my husband in a kind of a fresh way. It's mm. kind of like, um, I wouldn't say like we're newlyweds, but um, maybe like uh, we've been dating for a couple of years. Ooh. I don't know. That's good. <laughs> that doesn't sound any better. I don't know. So hot. Um, That's so hot. Isn't that hot? <laughs> So I have a 13 and a half year old daughter. So she's like a, a, a horny psychopath in the house at all times. <laughs> and she actually came into my bedroom. This is a true story. She came into my bedroom last night and everything's, it's always an epiphany when you're 13, you know, everything is like, what? And so she came in the bedroom last night and we were hanging out and she said, in the time that I've been born, have you and dad had sex in this house? Oh shit. And I said, said, hang on, are you asking me if your father and I have had sex in the last 13 and a half years? And she goes, yes. And I said, yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Isn't that weird? Crazy. Crazy. She was like obsessed because, you know, she's now she's at the point where she asks me questions and I happily answer them because I don't want to make sex weird. So you just answer the question and move on. And so she will ask me some really ridiculous stuff 
And I just answer it, and she just shuts up and moves on. And it's yeah. kind of funny. because I'm, I mean, I'm amazed that she feels comfortable to ask. Well, yeah. look at me. I mean, why wouldn't she be? Like, right. Oh, true. Think, <laughs> true. That's true. It's not, there's no weirdness. It's just like she'll ask me. I mean, you know, she'll ask me a question, and we use anatomically correct terms, and we talk about stuff, and they just want to kind of sum up the answer. Don't tell them everything, but just answer it and move on. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. No shame. My kids don't want to see me kiss my husband. If we're affectionate at all, if we do more than just a peck, my husband and I, they like freak out and they're like, stop it. Isn't that weird? I think that's weird. I don't know what that's about. I don't remember because my parents were never demonstrative towards one another. Or me, really, (laughs) which explains the pole dancing. So much of this Um, makes sense. Yeah, right. (laughs) Me too, Jen. That's why we both love pole dancing. That's it. Must be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would have loved if my parents were kissing. Yeah, my parents never were. They were just, yeah. Mm-mm. yeah well, uh, so how is, by the way, just by applause, like who in the audience is currently sexually active? <laughs> yes! You mean like right the second? Because <laughs> now Who's this got weird. Right now. Yeah. This got it's weird. pretty dark back there. They, they could be. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> yeah, I would love that if that was happening. <laughs> Got a um, bullet vibe in my underwear right now. I'm just going crazy. Yeah, I'll give someone here. I'll throw you the controller out there. Row five. Go crazy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I do have one of those, by the way. I got, you know, the, the remote control vibrator where it's like someone yes. from across the room yep. controls yes. it. But I found out uh, the hard way that <laughs> they're all on the same frequency. No! <laughs> So if you're at a party with another freak, (laughs) and let's say your husband wants to give you a little zap, someone might drop a tray in the back of the room. (laughs) That's because she's on the same frequency. Oh my God, that's really never heard of that. We had a little situation at the Cat and the Fiddle. I'm still sort of sad about. (laughs) (laughs) Was not my fault. I didn't design it. That sounds like a great idea for a theme party. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Right? I'm thinking that too. Let's was, do it. Actually, yeah. Like you don't know, you go in, you have your thing in your, what is it, in your underwear? Well, How you put it, it anywhere on? you want. I mean, it's like a little bullet thing. You put oh, it right. You want. But And then you vagina, give you give someone whatever. else the controller. And the crazy thing is they can do it like sporadic or they can hold that shit down. And it's just like, it's crazy. It's the name of this apparatus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I could check my show notes. It'll be all in there. <laughs> Little inside humor. I'm no. serious. I think we should do a theme. Screaming part. O makes one, and the and the controller's a little ring. It's like Doctor Evil ring, you know. And it's got like a hidden button on it. And you push it, and then your partner's underpants start to vibrate. It. Oh, by the way. It's great at like uh, Korean restaurants, places that are loud, but you don't want to do this at Musso and Frank or something because it's loud and people at the other table will hear this shit. Feel like, so anyway, darling, I'm. What the hell is happening? So you want to go to like, you know, Korean barbecue or Chipotle. Oh my God. Works really well, Chipotle. Now, Wendy, have you always been into sex toys, or did that develop over time, or with the introduction no. of Playboy? No, I mean, okay. I, I grew up in a house with like zero weirdness about sex, so that was fine. But no, I mean, I totally came into my own when I went to when I started working at Playboy. I mean, I had stuff, but working at Playboy was like working at ground zero of smut, and it was just a blast because 
I just started to create TV shows just so they'd deliver sex toys to my office. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm, I kind of want some Hitachi magic wands. Let's do a Hitachi show. And then this shit would just show up. So it really wasn't my deal until I got to Playboy. I was always fine with it. But And did your husband just sort of say, great? Like, no. I mean, did he go, oh, no. no. My husband is the most, he's like a Vulcan. <laughs> my husband... It's like he's like he's he's dragged kicking and screaming into my smutty life. He's like prim and proper and never swears. When he gets really mad, he says, "God bless America." Like he doesn't swear. So it's like it's like Donny Osmond being married to a whore. <laughs> my house. Um, now that's the opposite of Ezra. Yes, it is the opposite of Ezra. My husband is. <laughs> This is so funny because my like my biggest fear, and I don't know why, is that my kids will like listen to this one day because they don't even like us to kiss. Can you imagine? They'd be like, oh my God. Well, wait they a minute, wait a minute. Yes. Ezra taught my son. He's oh, Uncle Ezra to my true. son Blooms. He taught him what a taint is. <laughs> Somebody ride, had to teach him. Somebody in the car ride to the Dodger. And then he taught him the Nantucket poem. Limerick. Ah. limerick. Ah. Only one person knows the Nantucket limerick? <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Sort of? No. Oh, tell us. It's been a while. I don't. I don't. I only know is <laughs> the punchline. Once line. was a man from, from Nantucket, Nantucket whose dick was so long he could suck it. He, he said with a grin as he wiped off his chin, "If my ear was a cunt, I could fuck it." Whoa. <laughs> he did not teach him that version. He yes, said that he, he said did. cunt. He yes. said cunt. I don't. Oh, it's well, okay. I, I was apologize. with my blessing. I was in the car. I was in the car. It's fine. But he was so tiny. Your son he was, was so like so... eight. He was like eight. <laughs> did Doc? Did Doctor Seuss write that? Oh my god! <laughs> Where that came from? Oh my god! Well, my husband wanted to be a sex therapist when he was a kid. Like that's what he, if he didn't if he didn't go into show business, he would have been a sex therapist. Um, because he was like, he listened to Dr. Ruth when he was little in New Jersey in his room. Because <laughs> I was just like fascinated. I just um, see this little Jewish boy listening on his second floor of his New Jersey house. Yes. Listening to Dr. Ruth on the radio. Oh, yes, on his radio. That's right. That is adorable. And his mom would come in and, and, and he said, I'm listening to Dr. Ruth. And so she'd sit and they'd both listen to it together. It was adorable. <laughs> well, now I want to ask Christina, because you're in the thick of it. You have a two-year-old. Yes. Is there sex happening? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, in the first year, there wasn't a lot, you know. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> well, I know one here is surprised. No, well, I see people who have Irish twins, and I'm always amazed by them. Yeah. You know, the Irish twin thing. Like, yeah. in the same year, they already have another baby. And I think I always think about it, because then I think in my mind about them having sex. Because I'm like, wow, you guys had sex. And then I think about the timing. <laughs> I break it down. I'm like, they had to have had it two months afterwards. And oh. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but they exist. These people exist. I know. I know. I remember I going to heal quickly. I don't know. I mean, it's just pretty tore yeah. up down there for a, lot. a good oh long God. time. I had yeah. third degree tearing and I had to sit on a donut, like a donut cushion. for. This like, is yeah. hot. <laughs> <laughs> we should get back to the vibrators. Let's hear more about your episiotomy. That's good. <laughs> And then I had a bidet. Oh. So, Jennifer, what's your favorite sex toy? Yeah, Jennifer. <laughs> well, actually, some of my girlfriends just turned me on to this, what uh, we call the orgasm machine. 
<laughs> and it is a Lilo, one of my favorite brands. And it's just this like thing that kind of, it's like, <laughs> I sound like Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Clarice, give me your clitoris. <laughs> what in the actual fuck are you describing? Because I know about sex toys and I don't know about a fucking... Silence of the Lamb situation. Just, <laughs> it's just like a clitoral. No, is I'm it, making it sick. Is it's it a not. clitoral suction device? Like it's the a women, clitoral the suction womanizer? device. It looks. It fits in the palm of your hand, and it just has this little. It looks like a little. Like it's out of a Dr. Seuss book. Like a little. Like some little <laughs> Seuss is going to come peeking out of it at any moment. But it just like sucks, and it kind of moves, and you just look at it, and you go, "What?" And then you just put it on your clitoris. And then you're like, oh my fucking God. Yeah, that's the whole thing now is clitoral suction devices are like... But it's too much. I, I you, liked it, but it was like, I mean... You can adjust the pressure on it. <laughs> you have to put it at 10. Even even at a low pressure adjust. I mean, and the Lilos have like a lot of different modulations, but it just was still, it was like, oh man, I can only use that like every other month. It's just <laughs> too much. It's too much. So what do you use uh, every other day? <laughs> Oh, yeah. analog. Nice. Old school. Yeah, old school. Old school. Old school. Old school. Yeah. Like, it works for me. You don't have to charge yeah. it or anything. No, All I got to worry about is carpal yeah. tunnel syndrome. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> nice. Wait, what did you say? What all you got to worry about is carpal tunnel syndrome. That's all. Nice. Yeah. You can go camping. You have to worry about it's batteries. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. 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 What about you guys? How do you masturbate? <laughs> Well, I just want to say that today I had to get rid of like six vibrators. <laughs> get wow. rid of? Why? Yes, because people keep on giving them to me. <laughs> I get them gifted all the time. And I mean, thank you, everyone. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm analog as well, old school, and I've just never been a fan. And so I keep on getting them. And there's... <laughs> There's a house inspection on my house today um, because we're selling my house. And I had been trying to get rid of them. And I had been like texting friends and being like, do you want all my vibrators? (laughs) They've never been used. I'll mail them to you because I have a friend who's really into them. But I couldn't get rid of them. So I was like, God, they're going to rifle through my closet because these inspections, they go really deep into your, your home, you know? And so... I was like, I'm sorry. And I like threw them all away. You know, I think you could actually donate them to the library. <laughs> oh, no, that's books. I'm sorry, that's books. Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. Sabrina. Oh, um, you know what's funny is I had a bunch of old ones. Because I'm not like a big toy person either. But I had some up in a tall like a, a shelf and a cupboard that was really tall because I don't want the when the kids were toddling around I didn't want them to like <laughs> find them and then we were cleaning out the cupboards recently too and I just like unearthed all of these old like I mean <laughs> so they were so like they don't look sleek like the ones do now they've got like the battery pack that's like separate from it with like the cord yeah. it's like all these pieces you yeah. know and I was like <laughs> So I just put them all in a bag and I put them in the dumpster and I thought this will be interesting if some then when they dump the trash out like that's you know yeah. so it ended up in a landfill somewhere I don't know yeah. okay. you didn't feel bad I felt okay. really bad you felt bad <laughs> well mine were just so <laughs> they're done they yeah. didn't seen, they'd seen their day Wendy so you know how when you go to like the Langham and you get like the arugula menu you know yeah. it's like today's arugula is a blue arugula so I think I have different vibrators or different sex products for different days different moods different times in my cycle 
Um, you know, you want to get things done fast. Hitachi Magic Wand is the closer, right? That's good. <laughs> uh, womanizer, if I'm high. <laughs> Particularly <Wow>. spectacular. <laughs> I just got a vibrating cock ring for the Vulcan in me. And this thing Literally is Literally in you. <laughs> I know. This thing is a game changer because basically your partner turns into like a sex robot, which is, who doesn't want that, right? <laughs> And so that thing is amazing. And that way, you know, you can have orgasms if you're having penetrative sex. You get direct, you know, contact with your clitoris. You can have all kinds of great orgasms that way. You know, I got like some wee vibes. I got a lot of shit, you guys. I mean, I'm, but I'm keeping mine, okay? <laughs> so Wendy is really at the forefront of this. Like her podcast is fabulous. You guys should listen to it. It's called Sex Ed the Musical. Where you get a lot more of this. Yep. Yeah. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. And... Really, and we've talked about this before, like one of your main passions is actually educating the public about sex because it's a problem. Yeah, but you know what? There's a, they're the Dr. Ruths of the world and other people, sex with Emily. I mean, like they're really in that lane. And I think what I'm mostly interested in is, first of all, just letting women know that we've all been socialized to have all this shame around sex. And I've been doing all these interviews recently and it's like sex ed, how your parents taught you, all these things basically become part of your sexual DNA. And it's just not your fault that you might have some issues about sex. What I'm doing on my show is just trying to normalize all this bullshit that we have to deal with. So there are people out there who can talk about your Bartholin gland all night. Um, I'm more interested in talking to women about what makes you feel good, why that's totally okay, and that you may be carrying around some sort of trauma or judgment or shame. And that's okay too, because you're not alone and just get rid of it. Stop leaving pleasure on the table and start having fun. So I'm kind of like a, maybe more of a tour guide. I certainly love to educate women, but I think there are people who are really, really good at that. And I think I'm kind of more of just like a regular person who figured a lot of stuff out. And I just want to drag all my sisters along with me. Yes. I love that. We need more of that. Yes. We so need more of that. And Thank that you. was my experience too, like starting pole dancing when I did six years ago. It was like I discovered this gem inside of me, and I'm sure many of you in the audience relate, where it was like, oh my God, I have all this unfound sexuality and unfound sex drive and desire and capacity for pleasure that I literally thought sex was just like, like, I thought that was my role in sex. Yeah, totally. We become presentational. And yes, there's, I, I, we were talking about this. How long it takes women after they first become sexually active to start realizing that there's pleasure in it for them and to start advocating for themselves? It could be up to 17 to 20 years. Yeah. And think about when you lost your virginity and when you started to become a boss bitch in bed, if you have. And that's going to be probably at least 10 years. I talked about, you know, I had 40 women showing up at my house for the blowjob class with Nina Hartley, who lives across the street. Yeah. <laughs> for the cunnilingus class, I had six people show up. So there's a real gap in there with women and being able to advocate for our own pleasure. Yeah. That's because we've been socialized like that. Yeah. So we just need to know about it and then change it. Yeah. But then how do you, so when you have, so I have a daughter, teenage daughter, as mm-hmm. you do, how early should you start talking? I mean, my kids know what sex is. We talk about sex, but like, I mean, I want her to have a healthy attitude towards sex, but, yeah. the, but thinking of her having sex with someone right now, like, flips me out. I know it shouldn't, right, right. I guess. Well, that's, the first thing you should be talking about is consent. Sure. Yeah, we, yes, we have a lot and of And also, you should that. let your daughter know, or your son know, or whomever, 
that their genitals are for their pleasure, not someone yeah, else's. But that's pleasure. a weird thing to just bring up to your teenager, not if you say either. it the way it's like. And I got the and I got the rust proofing on my Chevy. I mean, if you literally say it, <laughs> like it's just a fact with no with right. no judgment or shame right. attached to it. That's how we normalize all of this. Because yeah. this goes back to people who are saying, well, I don't want to educate my kids about sex because then they're going to be sexually active. They're going to be sexually active. The For kids sure. who are educated are the ones that make the better decisions. So if you're afraid, you say to your daughter, your genitals are for your pleasure, she's going to be like, yeah, who's next? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I also, what you're saying that it feels uncomfortable. I mean, I don't have a teenage daughter, so I'm giving advice based on, you know, my own experience of being a teenager, I think even being able to say, I know this is uncomfortable. We're going to be uncomfortable together as we have this talk. Do you know, it just broaching it of like, this is just as uncomfortable for me. And we're going to just, we're going to go through the uncomfortable hump together. Totally one way to do it. Yeah. Whatever works for you. There's no right or wrong way. I mean, there's probably a lot of wrong ways, but. (laughs) That's true. I mean, I think as long as we talk about it, I mean, she's not dating anyone or anything. So it's not, it's not, that's why I think it hasn't been a conversation. I know that it's going to be, but I'm just like, well, she's not dating anyone. So I, do I need to really get into the like specifics? I'm doing a whole series yeah, of episodes her mind now. Is, I'm, she I'm, may not be dating, but her mind. I mean, I remember what my mind was like. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> hormones are going yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. I'm doing a whole series of episodes. I was just starting to say where I'm asking all these women of different backgrounds and ages and all over the country, the same questions about, you know, what sex education they had, when they lost their virginity. It's amazing. The answers I'm getting And I'm finding, and I knew this from working at Playboy, that the people who have been raised with the most prohibitive, you know, shameful, fundamental childhood, you know, learning about sex and shame and don't do that and God's going to smite you and all this other shit, those are the people who have trouble. They have trouble. And those are the people who generally act out in an opposite direction. It's basically contrary to exactly what you want as a parent. But if you're more like, yep, this is going on. Your hormones are making you a psychopath. I know it. But here's what you need to know about. And just make it just like a fact. The conversation has no shame. It's not charged. There's nothing creepy about it, so you can just have it. Right. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Totally does. Yes. Right? Yeah. Really good advice. That's good advice. Can you show some more leg, please? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I know. Do you guys like my dress? Yes. I got it specially for you. <laughs> um, I'm just, as you guys were talking, I was realizing that Nick, who was at the front of the, uh, he's probably in here now, is my son's babysitter and he's listening to all this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. Um, love you, Nick. <laughs> love you. At least you're not dating him. No, no. Um, oh, what about, what was someone said yet. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, she likes him over 35, right? I don't know how old Nick is. I'm just Nick assuming. Nick is 37. Oh. 36. <laughs> you guys are making me twitch. Oh, my God. I love your Epstein fantasy, by the way. I think that's awesome. Right? Like, every month, like, different 37-year-old guys show up and bang you and leave. <laughs> like, mine is, like, every month, a 45-year-old guy fixes the dishwasher and leaves. <laughs> I've been married for 30 years. Shit changed. <laughs> My sexual fantasy. <laughs> and maybe kills a spider, you know. So. Oh my God, you guys, I'm going to tell you something really personal right yeah, now. Yeah, girl. I'm very excited. So my Let's kids are gone for a month because they're both in camp. So I'm like, we're, my husband and I are 
um, sort of trying out what it's going to be like in three years when we're empty nesters. So we're, we have the whole house to ourselves for a month. <laughs> so what do we do? Like the first day that we were alone, we cleaned the shit out of the house, <laughs> but it, we were so hot and sweaty. So my husband takes off all his clothes and he's vacuuming naked. <laughs> and I'm telling you that shit was hot. <laughs> I, that was like the best sex we had in years after that vacuuming. Telling you, there's a turn on to see like your man cleaning, and if he's naked, all the better. I, for me, the best foreplay is house cleaning and childcare. Yes. <laughs> yep. Can you imagine if they actually knew that? <laughs> They're like trying oh, they to show know. up with flowers, and you know, no, they know. Like, Fucking fix the faucet, dude. Yeah. I'll blow you. <laughs> it's that easy. Fix the faucet, I'll blow you. It's that easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. It's really true. It's very simple. Are there any men in the audience? Yes, yes. All right, there's more than a handful. I love that. All right. Can't see anybody, but I Just what I like in a man, more than a handful. God. It's too good. Okay. I'm still blushing. I don't know why. Um, oh, your red light's up. Oh, my light's up. I don't know how long it's been up. but Okay. Thank you. My light. I see my light. Now we've come to the time when I ask the questions, but I'm going to ask an audience member to come up on stage. So is anybody dying to come up on stage with us? Come on. Just come on up here. We can't see you. So I can't see anything. You can't pick anyone. I see nothing. Oh, that. Come on oh, down. Wow, You're everybody. the next contestant on. You guys look great. Yeah. The vagina. What a gorgeous right. audience. Look at them. Oh, yeah. We got somebody brave. <laughs> Woo. Yes. I'm at the pool dance, huh? You might. Uh, okay. <laughs> hi. What's your name? Mindy. Mindy, hi. Thanks for coming to the show. <laughs> Have you listened to the podcast? A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Okay, so have you heard this part where you answer questions? No, I haven't. Okay, good. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Mindy? Mindy, right? You just said it to me, and I can't fucking remember. <laughs> what the hell? Menopause. What do you think about Mindy when you hear the word MILF? Uh, yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> What is, I'm very tall and I have, these are, these are very tall as well. Thank you. So are you. Uh, what is something you've changed your mind about recently? Something I've changed my mind about recently. Wow. That's, that's, it, it doesn't have to be Take your time. <laughs> she said, does it have to be sexual? No, it does not. No. Okay. But it can be. I have changed my mind about letting uh, my partner, my husband, um, get away with saying things without me immediately uh, telling him why that upsets me. Can you give us an example? Um, well, I, I mean, the example, I, I'm not sure I can give it a specific example, but he will say something and it'll immediately, I will say, no, 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 you can't say that. That's not going to work with me anymore. You, you, and, and I'll be fair. I'll say, you, you have to say something like this or not at all, but you can't do that. So I, I, I want to be helpful. I don't want to just say no. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's great. You're evolving. Yeah, I am evolving. I love it. So just be quiet about it. Yeah, I love it. Finding your voice. Yeah. How do you define success? If you are, if you go to sleep happy without having 
worried about anything else. You know, you're not thinking about the rest of the day. You're just happy to be in bed and happy going to sleep. Then you're successful. Minnie, I love you. Can I give you a hug? (laughs) I have a little present for you. Just a little present. (laughs) No, this one you get to take home. Here, go go calm your brains out. (laughs) What? What? This was donated by the Pleasure Chest. Um, What is it? It's a a vibrator. It's a rabbit. And that's some, she knows that's from here that it's a rabbit. To the box is wrapped. She can tell. It's the You're 55J3000. It's got multiple speeds. And it's I need one more volunteer. Thank you, Mindy. Hey, give it up for Mindy. Yay! I need one more volunteer to come up. Yes, girl. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God. Another tall. Sherry Farah, everybody. Give it up for Sherry. Oh, my God. You're so hot. Is there just Hi. like a goddess Hi, factory gorgeous. down there? <laughs> Wait, what? It's like a goddess factory she just emerged from? Like, what the heck? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you can't okay. see anything up here. You can't see shit. You can't see anything. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. No, no, no. Don't worry. <laughs> this is just a lightning round of questions. Okay. Ocean or desert? Ocean. All day. Favorite junk food? Popcorn. She's an incredible chef, so that's, an, that's interesting. Your popcorn, yeah. <laughs> Movies or Broadway show? Movie. Daytime sex or nighttime sex? All of the sex. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Texting or talking? Talking. Cat person or dog person? Oh, both. <laughs> Have you ever worn a unitard? Mm, wait, describe a unitard. <laughs> unitard is like neck to ankle, oh, you know. Um, like a bodysuit. I have like a onesie that I camp in that's purple. It's like really warm and it's a, no? No, I've never worn a unitard. Okay. <laughs> never worn a unitard. Uh, shower or bathtub? I'm a shower girl. Really? I would have pegged you as a bath girl. I mean, maybe when I have like a luxurious I'll be more yes, 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 yes. I'm like a quick. Yeah, get it done. Multiple, like two showers, three showers a day. Yes, sometimes. yes. Yeah. Get it clean, get it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice cream or chocolate? Oh, chocolate. On a scale of one to ten, how good are you at ping pong? I thought you were going to ask something else. <laughs> what did you think I was going to ask? How good I was at something else, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> ping pong? Uh, fuck, uh, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good. What is your biggest pet peeve? People don't have integrity. Mm. Right? You guys feel that. If you could push a button and have perfect skin for the rest of your life, but it would also give you incurable halitosis for the rest of your life, would you push it? No. (laughs) If you could push a button and it would make everyone in the world 7% happier... 7%. 7%. But it would also place a worldwide ban on all hairstyling products. Would you push it? Everybody in the world would be 7% happier? Yeah, no hair. No hair products. At all? You're looking at my boob. I was looking at your necklace. Oh, um, thanks. I mean, I always look at your boobs. They're great. Um, oh, fuck. Jesus. I'm, uh, I'm sad to say it, but hair. Yeah. <laughs> would you rather have... Six fingers on both hands or a belly button that looks like foreskin. <laughs> really think about six fingers on both hands. Superpower choice, invisibility, ability to fly, or super strength. 
fly. Where would you fly? Everywhere. Okay. We're almost done. We're almost done. What was the name of your first pet? Bean. What was the name of the street you grew up on? DeSoto Road. So your porn name <laughs> is Bean DeSoto. Actually, really good. Like, is she was she a crime scene person, or I don't know what what kind of character can we make up for Bean DeSoto? Bean DeSoto. She's she's a chef, I think. Oh my God, she is. She's a vegan chef. She's a dirty vegan chef. She's a dirty, dirty <laughs> vegan dirty, chef. Dirty. Sherry Farah, stay right there. Go calm your brains out. So. I love you. You can sit down. And I wanted to have this, like, Oprah moment, but it didn't really work out. <laughs> you and get you a get a vibrator. <laughs> you get a cock ring. And you get a vibrator. And you get a vibrator. And you get a vibrator. <laughs> These are kind of heavy. I don't want to... Are they hurting those. anyone? Are, are they going to get a vibrator on the head? Really? Did you get... That's a fun been... story if you get, like, a head injury. How did that happen? Well... Tonight on KCAL 9, ready? seven people ready? complained ready, of ready, being ready? impaled by cock rings. <laughs> I want to see this. I know. And one little bullet. We should have a little light on. Yeah, I want to see. Bullet. Ready? Woo! <laughs> oh, now Woo! the light's on. There you go. Now, there was a raffle thing. Yeah. Nick, did you put this up here? Where's the raffle thing? Where's... Okay. Ooh, there's the raffle. Okay. 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 So, those of you that entered the raffle, are there only like three tickets in here? There's five. Great. Wow. So everybody wins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So everyone that has a raffle ticket. <laughs> you win. Um, <laughs> you win. You don't need to read your number. Just drag your ass on it. So Nick will give you your raffle prize at the end. Some of it is donated <laughs> from a pleasure. Just still read the numbers and make people like the raise their hand. <laughs> okay. One, Two, three, eight. You have to say bingo. Two, one, eight. <laughs> Zero zero six. Bingo! Yes! <laughs> okay. Here, I'm gonna hand. Oh, there's oh. Nick. Oh. My son's babysitter that I'm not dating. <laughs> I'm not. Two one eight zero zero two. Almost. Did you say almost? Yeah, I did. Two one eight zero zero four. They're all gonna be in sequential order. <laughs> Dano, Dano, Dano. Okay, that is my Pilates teacher and also one of my best friends. Give it up for Dano Grigori. He is the reason that I'm doing that crazy roller thing that you're seeing me do on Instagram where I'm like sitting on this thing. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, you'll go look at me doing it. But in these bags is a gift certificate to a free class at Swaya's studio called Body Shape. And it really does lift and and, and firm. You can see. Um, it really does. No, it's really magical. So definitely um, come enjoy that. I go to a studio called Body Shame. It's slightly different. <laughs> it's just all mirrors and my mom. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you so much. Oh my God. It's oh a pretty good business model. Oh. <laughs> okay. Two one eight zero zero five. Almost. <laughs> I think I already read one of these. Wait, how many are left, Nick? One. Two one eight zero zero three. He's got it. 
Oh, you got it. Two one eight. I'm gonna start reading them over again. Two one eight zero zero six. Oh, you got two. That's everybody. Yep. Yay! Yay! So now I'm gonna clean this up for a second, and I'm gonna ask the audience: Would you guys like to see some more pole dancing? Yes! All right. That is excellent news because I brought some friends. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoyed MILF Podcast Live at the Dynasty Typewriter Theater. And next week, we have the beautiful MJ Grant on the show. I hope you'll tune in. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>